and welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, coming to you live from what's turning into be a very windy and very wet New York City here, uh, right here on TalkingAlternative.com. Hurricane Sandy is definitely starting to uh, show some more effects as I was walking over here. Luckily, I only have to walk a block. Um, but uh, today we've got a lot to a lot to talk about today. Now, as some of you have known who maybe been listening to the shows in the past, you know that this past summer I've taken up golf, and therefore my interest in golf and golf-related injuries has kind of gone up over the past couple of months. And earlier uh, this year, I had on a fellow Misericordia University graduate, Kevin Poplowski. He's also a physical therapist on the show. And today, I'm happy to say that he is back on the show. We're going to talk a little bit more about golf. Uh, last time, we sort of spoke about uh, his new company, New Kinetic Solutions, and talked a little bit about golf injuries. Today, it's going to be all about golf injuries. One, how to treat them, and but more importantly, how to prevent them from happening in the first place. So on the show, like I said, I have a fellow Misericordia graduate, Kevin Poplowski. He is a physical therapist. He is now working in Atlanta at Emory Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, where he works closely with the Atlanta Falcons team's team doctors. Before that, he has been at the John Hines Spine and Sports Institute, UNC Healthcare Chapel Hill as a senior physical therapy for ortho and sports med. And like I said, he founded in 2011 New Kinetic Solutions with his partner Chris Finn, and he is now the VP of Development for New Kinetic Solutions. Also on the show today, I have a golf pro, Carl Kimball. He is the head golf pro at Hillendale Golf Course in Durham, North Carolina. He has been a member of the PGA of America since 1984, served on various communities, boards of directors. He's played in several PGA uh, uh, competitions. He has won four Carolina sections PGA major championships. His students encompass everything from beginning juniors through PGA professionals. He is an advocate of growing the game of golf, has participated in Play Golf America Days, and he promotes wellness views of golf through such endeavors as the Hearts Program and Adaptive Golf, and we'll touch a little bit on that later on in the show. And he is a member of the PGA President's Council on Growing the Game and is currently the president of the Carolinas PGA, which is the largest of all 41 PGA sections in America. So uh, welcome to both of you, and thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, Karen. Yeah, thank you, Karen. And now, did you guys feel any of the effects of this hurricane or no? Well, down here in, in, in the Raleigh-Durham area, it's it's... We're seeing some breeze and some cool weather and uh, some rain. So, yeah, we are a little bit. A little bit. Okay. And and, nothing. And, and here in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm looking up at uh, blue skies, and uh, so I, I apologize for that whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> thoughts are with you guys right now yeah. up in uh, the northeast. Yes, yes. You know, we'll, you know, fingers crossed. We're hoping it's not going to be all that bad here. But, you know, time will tell. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so like I said, today we're going to be talking all about uh, golf injuries. And I think it's important for people to know that you don't have to wait until you have an injury to go see a physical therapist or to see your golf pro at whatever club you're at. Um, so I'd like for you guys to kind of talk a little bit about what you do in the prevention arena and how you do it. Kevin, I think you should go first. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so, you know, like we talked about before, Karen, is, is you know, I, I do talk a lot about prevention and, and how you can stay healthy in, the, uh, in, in that realm as far as with patients, and I'll do uh, seminars and uh, how you can stay healthy and everything. Um, so we talked about certain injuries. You mm -hmm. talked about golfing injuries, low back pain, golf and tennis elbow, hip pain, shoulder mm -hmm. injuries. Uh, and I, I advocate, you know, when I see a lot of my clients, is come on in, let me take a look at what your swing looks like and let me take a look at what your physical capabilities are. And you might not be experiencing pain now, but if we notice something, um, you know, trouble with muscles around your shoulder blade, uh, tightness in your hip, uh, trunk rotation weakness, something like that, mm -hmm. That will certainly carry over to your golf swing, and it'll certainly one have an impact on performance, and two can certainly cause some pain uh, if if this 
motion is repeated over time in an inadequate fashion. Mm -hmm. So I always advocate that, you know, come see your golf professional, come see your, your healthcare professional, and let them put you on the right track to identifying these problems ahead of time uh, so that we can correct them through flexibility, uh, conditioning, strength, uh, and functional exercises. Sure, sure. And, and Carl, you know, where, where do you sort of come in? Will you see someone, let's say someone comes to you and you notice that, you know, they have X, Y, and Z wrong with their swing. Will you, obviously you'll, you'll correct that, but then will you say, you know, maybe it would behoove you to go to someone like Kevin? Oh, absolutely. What we're finding out now through technology is that we're, we're sometimes asking our students to do things that their bodies just aren't capable of doing. Mm. Um, the older we get, we become a little bit more sedentary. We we, we move less, so because of that, um, you know our our joints and muscles they become tighter. We don't have the range of motion that we had when we were say 16, 17, mm, 18 years that's old. That's for sure. So one of the things that I often see when I walk the driving range is individuals when they you know they get a bucket of balls, they go down the range, and the first club they dra- they grab is the driver. Mm-hmm. And, and I absolutely cringe, you know, at that. They do no stretching or anything like that. They just come out and see how many golf balls they can hit. So that's the first thing is, is teaching individuals how to properly warm up. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, you know, Karen, it's so important um, to do some stretching. And, you know, that, that stretching is what is really the, the, um, the very necessary um, ingredient to keep these injuries from happening and and so many times people come to us and talk about you know their bad back or mm-hmm. you know their knees hurt their wrists hurt you know something going on and, and it, it usually always goes back to that level of you know they, they sit behind a desk five days a week they're less active and they go out the drive range grab a driver and just start swinging away right yeah yeah it's just not not safe not not the way to go no and, that, and that's where an individual like kevin and his partner Chris Finn are so you know so important. I have several of my students now working with Chris, and and every one of them is saying how much the golf game and, and golf swing has improved because of the range of motion increase that Chris has given them. Right, right. So it's it's not only preventing injuries, but looking at it from a golf standpoint will make you hopefully a better golfer. Well, it will. And um, and Kevin, feel free to chime in any time. But um, this is a situation, you know, for instance, individuals that have, you know, very sore backs, very stiff backs, and it comes from probably sitting in a chair that's, you know, not properly fit mm-hmm. for them. You know, they sit all day behind a desk. But, you know, their, their back stiffens up, and, and they have no ability to make the turn. And because of that, their, their arms are going to overwork their golf swing, and they're more than likely going to slice the ball. And, 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 and a proper exercise program is absolutely critical. Sure, sure. And I know that, uh, you know, you, you talked about, you know, even the warming up, and, and I'm, I'm a pretty evidence-based uh, clinician. I, I do a lot of reading in the journals and, and try to keep up on a lot of these things. And, and there are actually you know, studies out there, one done in the British Journal of Sports Medicine that took a look at golfers. It, it's just not a popular thing to get out and warm up uh, ahead of time. They like to get to that first tee or, like you said, Carl, grab that driver um, and just go from there. And, and the same uh, group that, that did this study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine took another look and showed that, just by getting out there and warming up properly for 10 minutes or greater prior to a round significantly can reduce injury uh, out on the course, especially, you know, when you're getting into the 17th and 18th hole and you're getting tired. Mm-hmm. So just warming those muscles up ahead of time, getting that blood flow, increasing that range of motion ahead of time uh, really makes a world of difference. And it's, it's shown in a lot of good studies in, in a lot of these journals out there that uh, this is backed up. And that's, you know, as as a physical therapist, you know, hopefully we're all, like you said, sort of evidence-based. And, and I think that it's important that the public, that, you know, as physical therapists have golf pros, that we are the ones who can kind of relay that to the public, you know. And, and a lot of times people don't make the connection. They don't see the pro. They don't see the PT until after they're injured, you know. Yeah, so sure. like you guys said, you know, you're lecturing, you're talking to people. So you're trying to kind of get to them before it gets to that injury point. And I think that, you know, uh, kudos to you guys for sort of being very proactive about that. And I think, I think Carl's hit on, hit the nail on the head, you know, with the program that we have going on in the uh, Raleigh-Durham area. 
uh, you know, our, our PT, Chris Finn, uh, works a lot on the functional aspect of the swing. Carl works on a lot of technical details. Mm-hmm. If you have that team together, uh, it, it's not just one part that's import, more important than the other, of but course. it's that team concept yeah. that really can look at the individual as a whole and say, okay, you need this, 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 and services, and we can provide that. So it, it's, it's really been successful when you have that team approach. Absolutely. And, you know, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll sort of break down with more uh, specific injuries, and you guys can tell us what you do from the PT standpoint and and also from the uh, golf pro or the swing uh, aspect. So everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Lebowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183 That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. And welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined today by physical therapist Kevin Poplowski and golf pro Carl Kimball. And we're talking today, we're going to really get down and, and really talk about golf injuries. Uh, what to do from a physical therapy standpoint and what to do from a golf pro standpoint with your swing. So, uh, Kevin, I'll start with you. I know last time we spoke, you said the number one injury that you see uh, in a lot of your golfers is low back injury. Is that correct? Yeah, Low back pain? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say we yeah we see uh, um, it's probably one of the, one of the top injuries. Uh, you know, some of the research out there says uh, between professionals, uh, it's back injuries first, followed by wrist and shoulder. Um, with amateurs, it actually goes elbow, back, and shoulder. Um, but you know, you definitely see that those three areas probably the most affected. Okay. Um, when it comes to injuries, and you know, looking at so let's take low back pain first. Um, mm-hmm. Someone comes in, low back pain, what are you, and, and you know they're a golfer, what are you thinking uh, initially, you know, or will you ask them first, like you said, um, between sort of more veteran golfers and, you know, your beginner golfer. So what are you looking at from a PT standpoint? And then we'll go to Carl and, and ask him, you know, what he's looking at from a swing standpoint. 
Sure. Well, you know, when I, when I first came out, I'm going to get a profile. And so, like you said, uh, I want to know, you know, are they, uh, you know, lower handicap, higher handicap golfer? How often are they playing a week? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these injuries, 80% of golf injuries are overuse injuries. And so when we see that, you know, and, and they're hitting, um, you know, upward to 200, 250 range balls a week, um, playing four or more rounds, that, that mm -hmm. chance of that overuse, uh, studies have shown that, the overuse can can increase at that point, sure. and so I, I want to get a profile of what the, what they look like um, initially when I, when I take an interview from them. Uh, but also, you're not only looking at the back with a lot of these golfers because, as you know, we get a lot of compensation from a lot mm -hmm. of different areas. Mm -hmm. um, I know one of the things you brought up with me was that you started to have left hip pain, yeah, um, which which you thought is from golfing. And I uh, ironically, there was a study in 2009 uh, done in the physical therapy and sport talking about how lead hip uh, internal or medial rotation um, was decreased in uh, in amateurs. Uh, who have low back pain when they golf. Hmm. Um, and so uh, we've seen that consistently with some of our golfers is mm -hmm. that there is a lack of rotation uh, maybe in, in one, uh, one of the hips, and that could lead to compensation by using more of your trunk for your range of motion. Sure, so that like makes that, sense. Things like that, what we look at, uh, you know, above and below the area we're, we're going to treat, mm -hmm. uh, we look for uh, for any type of, you know, lack of range of motion, lack of flexibility, uh decreased strength, things like that is what we look for mm -hmm. um, when I'm evaluating these golfers. Yeah, and so, you know, if someone's coming with low back pain, like you said, they found a lot of hip rotation. So hip rotation would be something that you would work on with that patient just so that, Certainly. you know, people can, can kind of understand. And, and Carl, let's say, you know, someone comes to you let's say they, they've already been to their physical therapist and they're working on things. You're looking at their swing. They come to you and they say, gosh, I have all this low back pain. Uh, I don't know if it makes a difference when they're golfing or post-golf. What, what are some commonalities that you're seeing amongst players? Well, first of all, yeah, the back pain is, is a very, very large issue in, in most golfers. Um, but I want to touch upon what Kevin had said earlier. He, he mentioned about an interview with his with his patient, so to speak. And we do the same thing, at, you know, as PGA golf professionals. When we, we get a student, we, we have an interview before we get into a lesson, and, mm. and we want to know about the aches, the pains, the injuries, the surgeries. You know, do we have arthritis? Where um, it, are your hands affected? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and if they talk about this, the, the arthritis in their hands, then. then I'm immediately going to go to the equipment. I'm going to do a review of their equipment, mm. which means you know, if somebody has arthritic hands, I, I'm going to get them in a larger, softer grip. Okay. Take the stress and the strain off their hands. That makes sense. Okay. Now, if they have back pain, um, you know, one of the things I want to also know is from a physical motion in their golf swing, are they doing something in their swing mm -hmm. that's going to incite that pain and, and you know, pretty much keep it going? Mm -hmm. So. When I do a review with the student from that standpoint, the next thing I want to know is, is what are they doing with Kev? Mm -hmm. And that conversation would extend between me and Kevin, especially after the lesson. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of that is we got, he's working on stopping this injury, um, getting the, his patient better, and I, my job is get the golfer better. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, I need to know what Kevin is doing from an exercise standpoint and what are we doing to help increase the range of motion for that individual. And, Karen, the golf swing, it, it starts from the ground up. It, if, if I could take you and levitate you six inches up off the ground mm -hmm. and said, okay, Karen, I'd like you to turn your torso 40 degrees, okay. you couldn't do it okay. because you don't have a connection with the ground. Sure. So for every golfer to learn how to properly use the ground, much like a baseball pitcher uses the mound, mm -hmm. uh, the, why the batter takes his back foot and digs in in the batter's box, Mm -hmm. um, somebody throwing their frisbee loads into the back leg before they let their front arm just fling the, the disc into the air. Sure. You know, there is a lot of, of tension and torch, uh, torque put on the lower back. So if that's not treated properly, if they're not stretching out properly, it's just going to be continually inflamed and they're not going to get better. Right. So, you know, let's say some, so if someone comes to you, Carl, and they're saying, oh, I have all this back pain, you would sort of start by maybe their stance, looking at their stance, looking how they're, you know, like you said, sort of grounding their feet? Because I know yeah. you don't want your feet flying all over the place during a golf right. swing. Right. 
you don't. <laughs> and, and, I, and, we, and I've learned that because my feet yeah. fly all over the place, and, and my ball never goes anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that that's not right. <laughs> well, you could play music while you're hitting golf balls, and everybody will think you're dancing. That's, so. Yeah, that's probably uh, true. <laughs> uh, one of the things you know, that, that we also do, is, and, and Kevin does this as well, is we look at posture, mm. especially in an address position. A lot of individuals take the stake from the biggest bone of their spine and actually tuck it up underneath their hip. Mm. And and the vertebrae I have found in the golf swing, they don't like to do two things at one time. They like to do one thing. Mm-hmm. And it, once you've taken your sacrum and, and tucked it up underneath you, you know, you, you've asked your vertebrae to do something, and they're not going to want to rotate. Uh, yeah, so sure. now the arms are going to ro- run away from the golf swing, and individuals that have that poor posture are going to have a large slice. Okay. That just comes with the territory. Okay. That makes sense. And, and you know, Kevin, when you're seeing these patients come in, like Carl said, you know, he's looking at their posture. Is that something that you're looking at trying to get them into a more sort of neutral position, especially sort of in that lumbar, lumbosacral area? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When, when we, you know, we take a look at that, that golfer, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're looking at them as a whole. And so, um, you know, when we're trying to design an exercise program for them, we try to keep it as simple as possible. But, you know, a lot of times when these golfers come in to see us or just, you know, our regular patients, they just don't realize how to make their body move in certain directions. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like you said, if, if we can get them on their back and show them a simple pelvic tilt where they're thrusting the hips forward and backwards and, and just trying to get an idea for that movement, mm-hmm. that makes a world of difference just a place to start from. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, we try to start these patients at square zero. Yeah. Um, and really, there's so many different ways we can progress exercises, and that's you know that's one of them. You know, we start with a pelvic tilt, laying on their back, get the idea from there, then go to a sitting position, and then ultimately get them up into their golf posture where they mm-hmm. can do that movement right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Carl talked about, you know, you have to have a realization of the golf swing from the ground up, and mm-hmm. we have to realize that there's there's certain you know you, you want to make sure that your body can move in, in different directions um, that the lower body can move independently of the upper body but if you don't realize how to make your body move like that right. um, th- then you're going to defeat the purpose with with going on with any other instruction sure sure so I, I guess you know coming from a f- from the physical therapy standpoint and doing some like neuromuscular re-education and some proprioceptive awareness through the body, I can only assume that when, Carl, you see them, then they have a, a better idea of maybe the instructions that you're giving them as far as what posture they want to be in with their swing and where their body should be when they're swinging. Because, you know, we've all had those people who come in and have no idea where their body is in space, what they're doing, and it's almost a wonder they're walking around. Well, absolutely. And, Karen, that, that's a wonderful statement you're making there because when I see individuals that are, are seeing people like Kevin and Kristen, you know, their body's range of motion has increased, and, and they can grasp what it is we're trying to do with their golf mm-hmm. swing so much easier. Yeah. And they're, they're not going through this, this battle between mind and body while they're trying to strike a golf ball in the driving range. Right. Um, you know, and we, we talk about neuro response groups in the golf swing. You know, when they mm-hmm. bring a trained golf swing to us, they, you know, the synapses have been trained to send this sure. message down to these, to these muscle tissues that, to move a particular way. And then a guy in a light blue sweater and, and saddle shoes comes out and says, no, I'd like to see you do it this way. Right. Well, it doesn't mean that the, that the original neural response group just goes away and, and it's right. not an, an impact anymore. Right. What Absolutely. it means now is there's there's a fight going on. Right. They're they're trying to do something new while the old is still trying to perform. Right. And that's a very difficult thing. And so the the better range of motion and control that an individual has over their body, the mm-hmm. easier it is to make these improvements. Makes perfect sense. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll, we're going to keep talking about injuries and, and what we can do about them. So everybody stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall, live just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. 
Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth, Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12-21-12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or ahanj.net. Hi, I'm Dana. And I'm Don. We We are are Certified certified mediators. Mediators. And I am a family and couples licensed therapist and author of Please Don't Buy Me Ice Cream. Our show, New Beginnings, is about helping you and your family recover financially and emotionally and start the beginning of your life. We'll answer your questions on divorce, family court, co-parenting, personal development, new relationships, blending families, and more. Dana and I will bring you to a place of empowerment and belief that even though marriages may end, families are forever. Join us every Monday starting September 10th at 10 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy. I'm joined today by physical therapist Kevin Poplowski and golf pro Carl Kimball. And we're talking all about the very frustrating game of golf, uh, injuries sustained, how to be proactive about uh, taking care of yourself so that you don't get those injuries. But once you have those injuries, what can you do? And, you know, over the commercial, guys, we were talking and... um, Carl, I thought that you touched upon something that was uh, very interesting, and it was that, you know, you have, like you said, neuromuscularly, you are used to doing things in a certain way, and then you go, let's say, to the golf pro, and he says, well, try and change this and do that, and and it's really difficult because it's hard to sort of stop all those synapses from firing that you're so used to. And it sort of brought me back to this past summer as I was on, you know, I'm learning on a little par three course. I don't, there's not even a sand trap in sight, you know, so I don't have to worry about that. But, you know, as I'm doing this, I have my boyfriend and his father who are incredibly patient and it's, they're like, okay, keep your head down, you know, don't hit off the toe, don't pull up, hit on or hit down on it, keep your back foot down, pivot this way, do this. Okay, now forget everything and hit the ball. And it's like the most frustrating thing in the entire world, you know, because like you're trying to. And and so my back's doing all these weird things. And, you know, I think I probably need to to go to an actual golf pro and probably a physical therapist. But, you know, it's just one of these games where it's like the ball's just sitting there. You know, well, like I grew up playing soft, like I could hit a ball coming in at whatever, 60 miles an hour, not a problem. And I can't hit this ball that's just sitting there, you know, because well, you have you to think of all these things. Really big right there. <sighs> Golf is the only sport that's played where the ball just sits there. Yes. We don't react to the golf ball until after we hit it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, and, and then and you throw your clubs and, you know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. I will add this to you. You know, the golf swing takes about two seconds. Uh, that, yes. That's from the time you take a club away to the point of impact, it takes right around two seconds. Uh-huh. And your mind is not going to be able to process all that information and send it out to your muscle tissue to make things happen right. in that two-second span. Because while you're trying to do this, you're also trying to keep the golf ball out of the creek. You just hit in the last four rounds you played yeah. or or the out-of-bounds you hit in the last two times you played, or you're on the first tee and there's a bunch of people around and you don't want to top it. Uh, so yeah. you have all this anxiety and nervousness going yeah. on. And, you know, Kevin hasn't touched on it, and I haven't touched on it yet, but, you know, nerves and anxiety, you know, can have just as much an impact on the injury of your body sure. as just you you not having the range of motion or doing things improperly. Yes, yes, so, and that's, that you know, is would, something that we're talking about. I would tell you, and I would tell all of your listeners today, 
that if you're working on your golf swing, you know, go to a good PGA professional that, that, that has a, a good background of instruction behind them and understand very clearly that, that you build a golf swing in layers. You, you take a step to, to take another step, mm-hmm. and, and that's how it happens. Golf is a journey of a lifetime, and mm-hmm. it's a wonderful journey. I've, I've been doing it since I was two years old, so oh I, and I love the game. But, you know, we, we sometimes try to get too much too fast out of the game, and, and that becomes very frustrating in itself. Yeah. And so when you have all that frustration and anxiety going through you before you ever grab a golf club out of your bag, the success ratio is going to be very slow. Right. And, and you know, Kevin, I, I'll, I'll kind of ask you this question, and I think it's interesting that Carl brought that up, that that sort of stress and anxiety and let's say that, that uh, f- almost a fear-based thing about picking up the golf club and hitting, like you said, you don't want to screw something up, you don't want to do this, you know, doesn't it make sense that your body will probably... I don't, I, I'm going to use the term, quote-unquote, kind of freeze up, or you're going to not have that swing that you want to have because of perhaps the anxiety that you're feeling. And do well, you ever sure. see that in your patients? And, and is that something that you address with them? Well, sure. And, and I think, you know, when, when we, when we you know, undertake an activity and, and we're not good at it, and we always we want to know why we're not good at it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, that's where both Carl and I come into play. And I, and I think when I stress activity uh, to try to improve your golf swing, I always stress to patients that this is, this is a building activity, like Carl said. You know, by, by giving you certain activities, certain exercises to do that will enhance your golf swing, you have to practice at this again and again and again to really improve that, that um that muscle memory Mm -hmm. and so if you don't continually practice it again and again and again then your body's not going to automatically do it when you get up on that tee box like you said like carl said you can't get up there and 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 think of 20 to 25 Mm -hmm. different uh things before you hit the ball because you're not going to hit the ball at that point right um and so if if you can make this an automatic process you know like i talked about with the pelvic tilt uh exercise Mm -hmm. if you can if you can get your body to move in certain ways and condition it to do that, then it's going to automatically carry over to your certain activities. And it's a certain thing, it's, it's certainly with Carl showing a certain drill to someone, if they can practice that drill again and again and again, their body's going to get conditioned into mm-hmm. doing it a certain way. And, and you won't revert to those old bad habits because you'll be conditioned to do it. Right. But it's got to happen on a consistent and a building basis. Right. And now let's go back to what you said in the beginning, 80% of golf injuries are uh, repetition injuries or are so by practicing something over over and over again how do you sort of walk that line of I don't want to have a repetition injury and I want to get better do you know what yeah, I mean and, yeah, absolutely and and so if we talk about doing an activity there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do mm-hmm. it and so uh, you know there's there's you know golfers out there, there's baseball pitchers that can go out and throw 100, 105, 110 pitches, you know, a game and, and stay injury-free, yeah. you know, for, throughout their entire careers because their mechanics are so flawless. Well, you take someone that doesn't have the, it has maybe imperfect technique or imperfect mechanics, and they do something again and again and again, but it's not the exact, you know, the correct way that they should be doing it, and so you're putting stress on those structures mm-hmm. that, uh, that that can lead to injury. A patient put it to me perfectly one time. He said, Kevin, I think pain is the body's way of running out of ways to compensate. And I might have mentioned that in our last mm-hmm. interview. Um, and, and it makes perfect sense that your body is going to consistently try to compensate for what it can't do mm-hmm. uh, by uh, different types of, you know, getting range of motion from different spots, getting strength from different spots. And, and ultimately it's going to end up in a pain stimulus because you're putting an overused stress on something mm-hmm. that's not used to it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think, you know, there's a fine line, Karen, between doing things the right way and doing it uh, the not-so-correct right. way, and that's what, that, that road leads to injury. Right. And, and when you're talking about different uh, um, activities or different drills, so, Carl, this, I'll, I'll ask you this. Are, are those, do all of those drill, drills involve a full golf swing? Well, no, I, I actually like to cross train. Mm. Uh, and when I talk to somebody about loading up into their back leg, you know, oftentimes, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give them a baseball bat or, or give their golf club to them mm. and have them treat it like the baseball bat. And mm. I'll actually, you know, kind of go through the process of pitching them a ball, so to speak, and ask them to hit it. 
and sometimes they you know they, they get it very quickly and sometimes they don't mm-hmm. but the idea is to get them to understand that the, the golf swing is a is a load and unload process mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's it's creating an, an element of your uh, of your body to um, to wind up into a coil mm-hmm. to have this energy to swing this stick and move the ball and it mm-hmm. goes in that order mm-hmm. and so we do, I work a lot with this athletic sequence of motion just like a baseball bat or a pitcher mm-hmm. throwing a frisbee throwing a javelin you know the golf sequence is no different than that and but a lot of times we get over the golf ball and again like I said earlier if I see that pond over here to the right or the, or the creek on the right-hand side that uh-huh. I've been in the last four times, I'm going to do something funky with my swing just to try to keep the golf ball from going somewhere. Right, and it so, ends up going where you don't want it to go anywhere. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and, Karen, if you and I came down here on a Saturday and, and had a glass of orange juice and a muffin and watched some golf swings on our driving range, you would see all these golf swings look so different. And yeah. I would say to you, they're all trying to keep the ball from going somewhere. Yeah, interesting, interesting. All right, we're going to take a quick break, guys. We'll be right back, so everybody stay tuned. TalkingAlternative.com Hi, this is Nancy Tatro from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on Speak Spin Radio. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. How's your game? Want to improve your performance, focus, and motivation? Then you need Aspire Athletic Consulting. Stop second-guessing yourself. Move your game to the next level. Bring back the fun of the sport. Help your child build confidence and self-esteem through sports. Contact Dale at Aspire Athletic Consulting for a free 15-minute power session to get unstuck today. Your greatest athletic performance is just a phone call away at 801-604-0294 or visit aspireconsulting.vpweb. Motivational coaching for athletic excellence. Aspire to greatness. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by physical therapist and fellow Misericordia graduate, Kevin Poplowski, and uh, golf pro at Hillendale Golf Course in Durham, North Carolina, Carl Kimball. We're talking all about golf and injuries and and you name it. So, you know, we, we talked about low back pain. Let's talk about golfer's elbow tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, sort of those upper extremity injuries that, you know, I had a patient earlier this year who had golfer's, well, tennis elbow, but, you know, golfer's elbow. So, Kevin, what what is the first thing you do with your patients? Do you automatically give them the brace to wear around their arm? Do you, what are you doing with them? Well, when I take a look at at these, uh, you know, with the golfer's elbow, which is, is pain on the inside mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, pain on the inside of the elbow, um, tennis elbow pain on the outside of the elbow. 
uh, there. You know, I, I'm, again, I'm going to I'm going to take a look at that interview because studies have shown that with a high handicap golfer, it's more common. Uh, that you get golfer's elbow on the right side, tennis elbow on the left side. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and it's interesting. Cause if that's, they're, you know, if they're that's, a right-handed golfer? If they're a right-handed golfer, correct. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so you, that's what you're going to see with these with a higher handicap golfer, someone you know above like a, a, a 15, 18 right. handicap. And a higher handicap see. means the worse you are. I mean, correct. let's be honest here, okay? Correct. <laughs> All right. Correct, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the more improvement you need. The more improvement, like right. The more improvement you need. Well, what if your handicap's like 55? <laughs> uh, come see Carl and I. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Come see Carl and I. Um, so if we, if we look at, you know, we see these uh, golfer's elbow on the right with the, with the higher handicap golfer, tennis elbow on the left. So it's the different forces that are placed uh, on those different areas there. So... We want to see, you know, when when the golfer is coming down through their swing uh, on the right side, they're having a little bit contr- uh, of, of control through mm-hmm. those uh, wrist flexor muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, on the right side, that's why we see the golfer's elbow on the right. So, first of all, we want to take that that interview and, and find out, you know, where they're having pain at. Uh, you know what's their golf routine look like, or what you know their daily activity routine look like. Um, and, and when it comes down to treatment, like you talked about, first of all, I, I like to calm down symptoms first. So if we're mm-hmm. you know trying some ultrasound, we're trying some ionophoresis, uh, some cross friction massage, some ice massage mm-hmm. to that area. I like to calm down those symptoms first, um, but also adjunct that treatment. Um, with the modalities and, and, and stretching uh, using the brace uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just recommended a patient uses, uh, use a tennis elbow strap just today uh, for, for some inflammation she was having on the outside of her elbow. Mm-hmm. So c- kind of getting a good combination of treatments together using the tennis elbow strap, um, the golfer's elbow strap, mm-hmm. some proper strength, uh, stretching, and um, also combining that with uh, eccentric strengthening of the muscles around the elbow is, is of utmost importance and what mm-hmm. the literature shows is helpful. Right, and for those of you who don't know, eccentric strengthening is sort of a lengthening contraction. So whereas if you were to bend your elbow, your bicep is contracting into a sort of a, uh, a contraction exercise, if you were to slowly let out that uh, that elbow flexion, that would be more an eccentric or lengthening exercise, just so that people have an idea of what that what that is. Um, so Carl, let's turn to you now. Someone is having these sort of forearm issues. Uh, do you sort of automatically think, oops, this might be something they're doing wrong in their swing before you even see the swing? Well, first of all, I know it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're doing something professionally. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody that's a carpenter or a roofer uh-huh. or something, uh-huh. you know, somebody that's, uh-huh. that, that's really hard manual labor for uh-huh. a living. Um, you know, carrying things, you know, that, that can be something that can, can start this off, and golf can just really throw it over the edge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I look at their grip. Um, how you lay their hands uh, um, on the golf club has a lot to do with how their arms are going to perform in a golf swing. And how should you have your hands on the golf club? Like, do you hold it like a baseball bat? I'm, I'm so glad you said that uh-huh. because I, I, I'm going to tell you very easily. Great. If you are a right-handed player, uh-huh. and so if you're a left-handed player, just turn this around. Okay, the, the right-handed player. In the left hand, I want you to imagine that you're holding a hammer. Okay, and that's how you're going to hold the golf club in your left hand, just okay. like you hold a hammer, because you need to have leverage. Uh huh. And in your right hand, you're going to lay the club in your hand like you would hold a screwdriver. Okay, now the right hand is usually, for the right-handed player, is the one that we have a lot of trouble with. The left can get a little too strong, but the right can get really strong. And I want you to imagine if you have a screwdriver in your hand, you extend your arm, you would be able to rotate the screwdriver as far left as you could to the right. That's a neutral position. That's how you lay your right hand on the golf club. So a hammer in the left, screwdriver in your right. And it's that easy. It's that simple. Okay. All right. That's good advice. We're doing it in the studio now with pens. Good. (laughs) It works because you won't put your left hand on top of the hammer. You won't put it under the hammer to use the tool properly. Gotcha. So, So... I'm looking at that, and usually those individuals that have some type of tendonitis, either, and it happens in the wrist as well as mm-hmm. it does in the elbow, I, I, I would be willing to bet you that their their hands are laying on the club very improperly. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And, you know, let's talk before we end this segment. Um, I know we we're talking about injuries, but I think other things that people want to know about when it comes to the game of golf are like when you hit the ball and the ball does not go where you want it to go. 
So you hit the ball. Let's say you're a right-handed hitter. You swing, whether it be off the tee, off the ground, and the ball goes, like, literally to the right. Not, like, goes out straight and then curves to the right, but literally goes to the right. I don't know what you call that. Is that a slice? Um, that's called a flaming coconut into the trees. Yes. So, so let's say that happens consistently. What, what are some things that you could be doing wrong with your swing? And, you know, once you know what you're doing wrong with your swing, what exercises can you do to reinforce that swing? So, Carl, well, I guess I'll go to you first. Yeah, please, because this is going to lead right into Kevin, and he can mm-hmm. take off with this. But generally speaking, what I find with individuals that are hitting shots that are right-handed off to the right or left, way off to the left, mm-hmm. is they can't stay in their posture in the golf swing. Oh. And that comes from very tight calf muscles, tight hamstrings, a sore back. Uh-huh. Um, you know, people will come out of their posture because their back just hurts. Uh-huh. And, and, Kevin, I'm leading on to you now. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I, I think one of one of the big problems, and I know anybody starting out when when they're first you know swinging a golf club mm-hmm. is uh, they they want to see where that ball is going. Yes. And uh, so if those eyes aren't locked down and that head's not locked down on the ball and they're uh-huh. trying to lift their head up, uh-huh. you're just what Carl said. You're going to throw your posture off throughout you know throughout the entire swing. And so just keeping your eye down on the ball. The guys behind you are good. You know, if they're good friends, they're going to watch where your ball is going to go. Yes. Um, so keeping your eye down on the ball, keeping your head down on the ball is, is of utmost importance. But then Carl talked about, you know, keeping that, that proper posture. Mm-hmm. We see it so many times that you're trying to do a movement and you can't get it at some point in your, say you don't have good shoulder range of motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're going to rotate your head one way. You're going to tilt your back one way in, in one direction. Mm-hmm. And if if that can you know put you out of that alignment or you're starting to stand up a little bit more mm-hmm. then your club's going to be out of alignment when it's coming down to hit the ball so mm-hmm. it's going to spray to the right it's going to spray to the left you're going to top it mm-hmm. uh certain things like that but i i think you know when you're first starting out if you're uh getting uh, you know just getting used to swinging a golf club keep your eye on the ball first yeah other people are going to watch where it's going to go um and, and and that's that's one of the most important things first. Keep your eye on the ball, uh, but then also these certain compensations are, you know, what you see the the healthcare professional or the golf professional right. for, so they can help correct those. Okay, well that makes a lot of sense. I'm kind of going through what I do when I golf, and and just be, before we we have to take a, a break in in like 20 seconds. But something that I have to say that really helped me, and I'm wondering if this is something that maybe Carl, you you work with your clients with, is what really helped me kind of hit the ball better was to sort of visualize the ball kind of hitting off like the fat part of the club and not the toe of the club. And I don't know, for me, it seemed like that once I started visualizing that, the ball went straighter, it w- went farther. And I'm wondering if that's something that you work with your clients with. I do, actually. And sometimes I'll actually take a, a, a Sharpie pen or a magic marker and put a dot on the back of the golf ball mm-hmm. and have them focus on striking that, that part. Mm-hmm. And it actually helps them stay more calm. They have less motion going on in their golf swing. Right, yeah, right. Absolutely. and. And it, it seems to me, and it's something that I never really thought about, but both of you have said repeatedly that to really hit that golf ball well is to really stay in in the right posture. And, of course, everyone's posture is different, but to stay in that right posture for you, to be able to sort of move in and out of that posture with with control. Right. And, and you know, after we come back from a break, and yeah. if you remind me, I'd love to talk to you about what the golf club, what happens to the golf club through centrifugal force. Okay. And it really plays into what we're talking about. All right. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall, live just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth, Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12-21-12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or ahanj.net. 
Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by physical therapist Kevin Poplowski and golf pro Carl Kimball. And unfortunately, this is our last segment as time has really flown by here. So um, before we get back into the, to the discussion, I just want you guys to let everyone know how they can get in, in touch with you or if they want to find out more information about you. So, Kevin, uh, go ahead. Sure. Uh, well, uh through uh, our company, New Kinetic Solutions, my uh, email uh, is kevin at par, the number four, success.com. So it's changed from last time. It's kevin oh. at par for success.com. Uh, and my partner uh, who works with uh, Coral in the Raleigh-Durham area uh, is Christopher Finn, and his is chris at par for success.com. Dot com and then uh, that's uh, that's our website where you can go on you can schedule appointments uh, at parforsuccess.com um, to have your swing looked at um, to have uh, you can get get a hold of us and, and we can get you uh, you know in contact with Carl which he'll give the, uh, his information uh, and also we, we launched a brand new website this past week uh, called athletesLocker.com okay. and Athletes Locker is a place where you can uh, as an individual or as a pro you can go on there and you can upload your swing to your to a locker uh, you can share that with your uh, PGA professional, with your personal trainer, with a mental coach, anyone you want to, uh-huh. uh, for their so so you can have that collaborative effect. Uh, PGA pros can go on there and they can purchase a number of lockers where they can store their clients' uh, mm. swings on there, and they can keep a hold of them in one certain spot. So if they wanted to uh, talk about. Uh, a certain swing that they saw while they're on their vacation in Arizona, they can certainly upload it to it, and they can have a video conference right on the website uh, talking about their swing and uh, and corrections to it. So some some exciting new things we, we can uh, that we that we've got going on these days at Par for Success and Athletes Locker, um, and certainly uh, let us know what how we can help you. Okay, and and Carl, how can people get in touch with you if they have questions? Thank you, Karen. They can go to hillandalegolf.com. That's H-I-L-L-A-N-D-A-L-E, uh-huh. golf.com. Or they can email me directly at K-A-R-L-K. That's Carl K. Uh-huh. at hillandalegolf.com. Great. And, you know, we have about three minutes uh, left here. T- sorry, two minutes. I just got the, the two. Um, so if you guys have one or two points that you'd like the listeners that to take away from the discussion today, what, what would they be? Well, you know, I'll go first real quick because you know, we kind of left at a point yes. in our conversation. I want to talk a little bit about this trip before it goes on the golf swing. And, um, you know, when an individual takes a driver, and by the way, a driver weighs around 10 ounces now. Okay. Uh, where when I first started playing, they were almost 14 ounces. So the materials provider, everything's like but through the process of swinging a golf club, and triple force is the science that happens, the golf club gains weight. And if you're not physically capable of holding that weight to a center, you are going to have trouble with your golf swing. Okay. It's very important to get with individuals like Kevin and with Chris to make you stronger so you can handle the weight that golf is going to give you. Okay. I've never even thought about that. I would never have thought about that in a million years. That's a great tip. Great tip. And, Kevin, how about you? 
uh, I would, you know, very simply say be, be in tune with your bodies, um, with the capabilities of your swing, um, and just in, in, enjoy the game of golf by improving yourself um, each time you go out. Easier said than done. <laughs> well, Karen, get some friends, play some golf. It, it's great to be outside. Um, enjoy the weather. Yeah. And enjoy the challenges that the game gives you. And, and every bad shot only leads to an opportunity to hit a good one. Right. Yeah. I always say at the end of a, at the end of our round, you know, I never look back and say, oh, my God, it took me, you know, seven strokes to get into a par three I always look back and I say you know I had like two great hits off the tee or I did much better in my putting this time so I always try and take a look at the positive aspects of that round even if there were only one Marvel. I concentrate on that one positive aspect and I think as far as and I'm a beginner so that's my advice for people going out and golfing is you know be realistic you know, when I first started, my goal was just to hit it. And then a, a month later, it was to hit it in the air. You know, like just baby steps. And, and always take away that one positive aspect that you did on that day, and it'll make you feel a whole lot better about yourself. Well, Karen, there you go. The facilities have these Get Golf Ready programs now through the PGA of America that it helps people, you know, get into the game of golf. It's a wonderful opportunity. They can go online to their clubs and find out if their facility operates and, and it has those. So please, I encourage everybody to, to look for a Get Golf Ready program. Great. And, and thank you guys so much for, for joining me today. And um, I really appreciate it. We had a, Thank you to all the listeners. We had a lot of listeners today, so I'm really thankful for that. And in the meantime, uh, I'll see you uh, all next week right here on TalkingAlternative.com. If you're in the Northeast, please be uh, diligent about... Uh, staying home and and being safe during the hurricane and uh, stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Bye. Thanks, You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Nancy Tato from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on Speak Spin Radio. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183 That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, and touchy subjects? 
All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com. That's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment. Be more effective. Be happier and make more money. Improving communications. That's the answer. TalkingAlternative.com.